Time to talk airlines, folks, and let's bring in our pro panel, Colin Scarola, equity analyst at CFRA Research, and on the telephone, John Stazak, securities analyst over at Argus. So it is great to have you both on. Colin, I know you have a buy rating on a couple of the names, right? Southwest, United. Um, as we get the quarterly reports in so far, what are you learning? And is there any surprise to you at all? Uh, Hello? I think what we're seeing is that June was a pretty sharp turning point. Uh, Delta and Southwest both turning profitable in June. And why that's really encouraging is that the, the travel recovery is continuing. So the numbers in July are showing us about a 9% increase in passenger volume, volume in the U.S. so far July versus June. So, you know, having turned profitable in June, a lot of these airlines, July getting better, you know, I think it means for, for a lot of them, Q3 and Q4 are going to be profitable, which is a very nice surprise compared to just what we were thinking a few months ago. Uh, the one exception being American, they're still looking at a pretty uh, material loss in Q3. So they're kind of, they seem to be the outlier here. And John, your thoughts, I mean, profitability and sight. Now, as people are back flying again this weekend, we had 2.23 million people passing through the TSA on Sunday. It's been pretty great. Uh, yeah, I see the demand there. Uh, business, um, just the leisure demand is really strong for all the, co the legacy and low-cost carriers that I cover. So I'm really positive there. I see business re businesses returning in the most recent earnings reports, uh, like United Airlines and stuff, and international improving. So, uh, But the PSA, you know, just the leisure has been strong for a while. I think we've all seen that. So, yeah, I kind of agree with your statement, I think. John, why do you have a hold on United rather than a buy? For example, you have a buy on Delta. Well, it has high debt, and uh, so I'm just kind of concerned about its 84%, uh, 6% debt leverage that I have on uh, on United Airlines or, yeah, United. So uh, just concerned about their high debt, really. Um, and they're more, they have more exposure to international, which I expected to slowly recover, but... Uh, Recent indications are that international is improving. The improvement is better than we expected. So, ah, that's if you can get a passport, right? The lines have been. I've heard horror stories about people uh, not being able to get out or get in, things like that. Um, Colin, tell me more about some of the other metrics that we follow. Right, debt is is a big one, and that's something we've discussed often. You're also looking at load factor, um, passenger revenue per available seat. Tell me about some of these metrics that you follow and which ones are most important to you at this time. Well, one that's notable right now is uh, revenue per passenger mile or the yield. So overall, it looks like the airlines are still, they're still about 10% below the same period in 2019 in terms of you know yield or just call it average ticket pricing. But if you unpack that a little bit, you see that domestic, in some cases, the domestic ticket prices are at 2019 levels or slightly above in, uh, for those domestic leisure tickets. And, and as we've discussed here today, you know that leisure recovery has been very, very strong. Uh, what's bringing the overall yields down is still the international and business travel. But one thing that that I've been tracking that gives me 
you know, it makes me pretty confident in, in this continued business recovery is looking over on the private business jet side of things. Um, private business jet flights in May were up 10% versus May 2019. So it seems to me kind of like this whole new normal of people doing much more of their meetings over Zoom. I think that might start to unravel in the coming months. And businesses really do seem to want to get back on the road. Uh, it's just going to be a matter of getting through this, this Delta wave, which I think is probably another two months. And then we'll hopefully see some of these international restrictions uh, uh, get pulled away, uh, particularly you know, on the US's top 15 trading partners. Right. The department is still advising against travel to almost all of them. So once those go away, I think the international and business recovery like starts to really kick in. And John, as we look at the airline industry, it's not just one broad brush stroke, right? There are winners and losers, some that are positioned better than others. Um, what stands out to you as far as a best position or worst position? Uh, I was, I was, you know, part of my reason was uh, were, uh, uh, poorly that United was poorly positioned. Excuse me, is right. this international exposure and um, uh, that sort of thing. So, and uh, I think well positioned is uh, is Southwest because of its emphasis on the domestic leisure market and uh, and just on domestic operations. So they're really best positioned. So that. I really like Southwest, um, so. Yeah, I mean, we've actually seen some great moves for Southwest as well. Colin, your thoughts, when you look at the group um, for the airlines, are there some that are better positioned or worse positioned based on some of the metrics that you follow? I know you, ha you mentioned American Airlines earlier as maybe not as, not as best positioned at this moment, but you tell me. Yeah, I, I would agree, I have a strong, strong buy rating on Southwest. They actually have a stronger balance sheet now than 2019, believe it or not, after all of this. So they're in a great position, you know, with the balance sheet, with the leisure focus. Uh, with some of these other stocks like United, I agree, they have very high exposure to international. It was about 40% of revenue before the pandemic. But it's really a matter of gauging uh, kind of where expectations are versus what we think the fundamental recovery will be. So. I can assume, you know, maybe it takes until 2023 to get all that international revenue back. But if the market's sort of saying more like 2025 or never, it can still be a good a good buy in my opinion. And that's that's why I do like United as well. Who has thoughts on in-flight? Oh, go ahead, please, John, add in. Yeah, I was just going to say, and Delta has a very profitable business segment. They make when their business comes back, it'll be very profitable for them. It's their most profitable segment. So, I just that's one reason I like them and have a buy on them. I also was wondering about pricing power, and you know, people are are very interested in flying. The pent up demand is very evident. Some of the prices have been going up. It's the battle of the planes, but there may be fewer planes. So the pricing and also the in flight prices, whether it's an add-on bag or special food or an extra pillow or blanket, right? Um, quickly, John, any thoughts on the pricing and how that could help revenue? Uh, yeah, that'll, of course, uh, help yields and uh, uh, just uh, so, yeah, and that is improving just for the reasons you said. Right. Demand. 
So that's, uh, yeah, that's obviously going to be helped going right. forward. Colin, do you think that there's a price war going on at all? Yeah, I think my opinion is that on the, the leisure side, I think the one airline that has some pricing power is Southwest. Uh, they've got a good brand, and I think they're able to get away with charging a little bit more. And on the business side, I think it's Delta. With their corporate customers, they get uh, pr some pricing premium. But outside of that, I think it's a pretty commoditized product, and we're, I think it'll certainly be at least another year before uh, overall pricing fully recovers. And uh, you know, I uh, you know, United put a, a huge order in for planes recently because it wanted to decommoditize its fleet. And yeah. have some pricing power, so that's you know. Um, that's a good point. Yeah, we didn't mention that. That's good. All right, I'm going to jump right here. John, Colin, thank you. Colin Scarola, Equity Research, CFRA Research. John Stazak, Securities Analyst at Argus Research. Great conversation, gentlemen, on the airlines. We thank you.